Hi, Tom. Hi, Steve. You haven't left yet? <laughs> no. Uh, is it time for me to go? Are you going to boot me out soon? Well, you know what they say, that a house guest and fish smell yeah, after, after three... A cu- couple of days. Yeah, days. that's yeah. Right. Yeah. right. So I, I'm waiting for you to feed me, and then maybe I'll, uh, I'll leave. <laughs> All right. Okay. Listen, one thing yeah. we can talk about is the American election. Did you see the debate between Joseph Biden and Sarah Palin? No, I just saw Palin. <laughs> After that, I didn't give a you know rat's ass. You know, I don't care. Okay, I mean, she's not bad to look at. You know, yeah. Uh, now, whether uh, she's uh, what are these goofy words I hear? That are, uh, lipstick and a few other things that are. We don't want to hear those things. Uh, maybe you can explain that to me because I don't get it. She is, I must say, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not an American. We're not Americans. We don't vote down there. And so I watch these um, different candidates. And, and when I first listened to Joe Biden at the American, uh, at the Democrat, uh, Democratic Party convention, convention, I thought he sounded like a typical, uh, you know, we don't want to be impolite, but a greasy politician, you know, trying to say all the nice things, lots of words flowing out, not much substance. But whether it was because he performed so well or because Sarah Palin sounded so stunned, uh, I thought it was just, I have never seen such an, what seemed to me, an unequal debate. Uh, and again, uh, if you, it, just, it just strikes me that uh, you, you get up there and I'm supposed to look pretty and sound smart. It just didn't go together. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and I'm talking about Biden here. <laughs> So and and Palin wasn't bad either, you know. So uh, it is, uh, and, and and you know, a lot of people are saying that they watched that over the the Canadian one, which you know sounds more like the Canadian Air Force, you know, <laughs> the the Canadian debate. So, I didn't watch the Canadian debate. I didn't even know it was on. Okay, and um, well, it wasn't. <laughs> Apparently, it was not a good. Uh, oh, it was no. It was spectacle. Is more like it. Uh, uh, Harper got totally hammered, and uh, but he came out all right. But uh, the the other one, apparently, uh, even my wife was not into politics. Uh, sort of says, I enjoyed that, and I think it meant that she enjoyed listening to Palin. I would have uh, uh, enjoyed uh, just uh, just watching her. You know, I could have turned the sound <laughs> off and got as much out of it. You know, <laughs> but what was I think the format, the Canadian format, was ridiculous. I mean, five people, four opposition parties. And one government governing party. Well, of course, the four opposition party representatives are just going to spend their whole time attacking the one guy. It was and, and you bad know, format. And I, I just don't understand that. I mean, is is that your is that your platform? Uh, you, you're going to attack your your, your opponent. Uh, you got nothing to offer Canadians. Are we just looking for a for a pitch battle here for a street fight? I mean. And, and I understand that one of them, the, the girl from the Green Party there, uh, her, May, her, yeah. her French was pretty green. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I didn't hear, was her French pretty bad? Uh, apparently, but a bitch. I wish you'd point out that these debates are, there's one in English and one in French. Uh, in French, obviously, uh, Duceppe being French-speaking has yeah. the big advantage. Oh, yeah. But I think even Harper and Leighton don't do too badly in French. They, they don't. And, yeah. and Le- Leighton sounds like the goody two-shoes, uh, you know, the Boy <laughs> Scout. Uh, and uh, and uh, who uh, he's going to save the world with his... Uh, and, and who's going to pay for it? That's the whole ticket. Right. Uh, so, But let's go back to the... 
American debate. Um, of course, Dion, I forgot. He's also a oh, native speaker of French. So he has an advantage in French. But Dion has a big disadvantage in English because he sounds so totally bad. He sounds uh, terrible. And, and, he, and, and he's typically French when he gets all emotional. So, uh, you know, his voice goes up and he sounds like uh, he's being squeezed. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure that's the type of guy I want in the government because he's going to get squeezed a lot. And I don't want to hear some... Some eighteen-year-old some in front of the microphone. You know? So uh, that, yeah, that's not going to do good. So you know, we're down to I think what we're left with in Canada is a one-party system. <laughs> you know, and that's that's pretty uh, crappy to begin with. So, uh, and did you hear Harper's going to taking all this money away from from the uh, entertainment and from from the oh, arts? The arts, yeah. Okay, uh, left a few people uh, not too too happy. So, oh, but that that whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, the, I was reading in the paper, the government spends $3 billion on the arts. He has eliminated $45 million. So he has eliminated about 2% of the expenditure on the arts. Uh, yeah, and, and, you know, I'm not into that game, but uh, even though I'm a bit of an entertainer myself when I teach, <laughs> yeah. uh, it covers the, the entertainment or the, the arts covers a wide swath so we, we can't think of just people who are in the uh, author business and the we go, everything from translators to clerks and so on. These are all well. That was where the the people, these people whose whose uh, government subsidies got cut off, were saying that the the, the arts industry represents eighty six billion dollars. But they're including the advertising industry. They're including the person who takes your ticket at the theater. Totally. I mean, it's it's the whole thing is ridiculous. And what really got me annoyed is that some of these artists were demonstrating in Quebec and they had. Uh, Placards with the swastika there, as if the government was equivalent to Hitler because they'd taken away their subsidy. Is that their art form? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, leaving that. Yeah. Getting back to uh, to Biden and uh, and Palin. What was nice there? There was two people, and and I think unfortunately in Canada because we have five parties, they all have the right to be in on the debate, but it basically ruins it. Uh, with two people, you have more of a debate. What I didn't like in the American debate was. They kept on talking. They, they, they were sort of making these accusations and counter-accusations, which uh, the average person has no idea who's right. Like, you know, Obama voted 96 times this way and McCain voted that way. I don't know if that's true or not. And then they say, no, no, that's not true. And, and so they, they, weren't, they weren't talking about ideas. They weren't talking about principles. They seemed to be taking turns sort of taking jabs at each other and then the other person would say no that's not true and so that so substance wise it was not like it's right. unrelatable because these people are are listening to statistics and to facts sort of quote unquote not in evidence so they mm -hmm. don't know what is and i've never been a big fan of uh these debates where they hammer each other how about we come up with what we're going to do and how it's going to benefit you they are these debates are our way of selling mm -hmm. But uh, no, it's, it seems to be, uh, you have to assume that the people who are in politics are not completely stupid, but they certainly seem to put more effort into knocking the other guy than in presenting their own ideas. And there was a Canadian politician, I think it was Kim Campbell, who said that uh, an election is no time to talk about the issues. <laughs> All right. I mean, this and was, how long was she in office? Well, no, she wasn't in office for very long, but but she was being a bit sarcastic. But the point is that I guess that that experience has shown that talking about issues and presenting ideas doesn't win elections. Somehow, if you the more dirt you can throw at your opponent and and make that dirt stick, 
that that's what's going to help you win the election. And make him and her bleed. I mean, I just, I, okay, and, you know, unfortunately for us Canadians, American politics is far more interesting than our local Canadian politics. And that's an unfortunate situation here in Canada. Uh, I'd be interested to see how many folks watch the American uh, debates versus the Canadian debates. Well, no, I heard a lot of people said they started out watching the Canadian debate, and it was so stupid because it was that, like a, a it was like a gang attack on Harper. Mm-hmm. So then they switched to the uh, to the American debate. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I can't see Sarah Palin as president of the United States. If something were to happen to John McCain, I don't know if I see John McCain. I don't know if I see Obama. I don't know if I see Biden as president either. I'm not impressed with, with any of the four candidates. But Palin, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure she's a very nice person, very sincere, very hardworking, very bright. But you have to have some background. And, and, a, and a snobbish thing, I'll be perfectly upfront, I'm snobbish. I think that when you're a leader of a country, that when you refer to those two countries in the Middle East, that it sounds better if you call them Iran and Iraq. As opposed to Iraq, Iraq and, and Iran. Iran. You know, Iran into Iraq. Uh, it just sounds uneducated. It, it, that's totally unfair. Uh, maybe there's lots of people who say Iran who no. are very uh, highly educated people. But it's a bit, to my mind, it's a bit like wearing your tie off on an angle or having redneck. a dirty suit. It's, it's redneck. It's, it's less... I mean, how difficult is it for her to learn to say Iran and Iraq? Because that's how it's said. And what if she says that on a stage someplace where it needs to be said? Well, no, no. I mean, she says, I'm sure she would say that if she met the leader of Iraq, she would say, you know, nice to meet you. But I'm just saying that in terms of impressions, uh, politics is a lot about impressions. We know that she is uh, sort of a backwoods mama from, from Alaska. That part of it is okay. It's we understand given. that. It's a given. But if you're trying to create the impression that you have some international smarts and sophistication, if you're trying to create that impression, even if you don't have those smarts and, sophi- and that sophistication, at least it's not a big thing. Say Iran and Iraq. Agreed. Uh, Small point. Insignificant point, but it's part of impressions. Well, let me ask you, what do you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor of uh, California? Uh, I don't mind him. I think he is sincere. At first, I thought it was a bit of a joke, but he seems to take... uh, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea of the political issues, but the fact that he speaks with an Austrian accent doesn't bother me in the slightest. The fact that he is a former... Uh, a movie actor doesn't bother me in the slightest. It's happened before. It's happened before, yeah. So, so you know, okay. my, I've only very superficial dealings with him. Occasionally there's a little, you know, something in the newspaper, but he doesn't bother me. Now, if I lived there, maybe I wouldn't like him. I don't know. Are you aware that there's a movie made about McCain? No. Yeah. Uh, something about father, because McCain spent five years in Vietnam in right. the, in the uh, Hanoi Hilton. And, <laughs> right. Uh, there is a... Uh, there's a movie made uh, last year uh, about his exploits in Vietnam and when he was uh, in the Hanoi Hilton. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's going to uh, exploit that or not, but uh, do you think he's too old? Yeah, I think he's too old. I cannot imagine. I am 60. I will be 63 in two days. Um, Hang on. Let me write that down. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I, I cannot imagine, even at my age, I would not want to have to take on the responsibility of being president of the United States. 
Uh, I mean, I think George Bush has aged tremendously in his eight years. The age of 72 to take on that responsibility to me is, is I, I just don't understand it. So uh, from that perspective, and he's 72 now, and he will be 76 at the end of his term. So let me flip that around. Do you think Obama is too young? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think we're used to the idea nowadays that uh, our leaders are older. I mean, it was, you know, not so many centuries ago. Uh, you know, Alexander the Great was whatever, 25. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Napoleon. I mean, not that those are models that we want right now today, you know, <laughs> the warlord. But, but the point is that people took on lots of responsibility at an earlier age. I think 40, whatever he is, 47 is fine. I, I don't think that's a problem. And uh, also, of course, these guys are surrounded by uh, advisors, well-known advisors who can help them, guide them along their way. Right. So um, I don't think that's a problem. But interesting how uh, American politics uh, plays a lot better than uh, Canadian politics. Well, it's more important, for yeah. starters. It's more important. Canadian politics is important only to Canadians. Yes. And Ameri- Not even. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. American politics might even be more important to us than Canadian politics. True. But uh, I think that's where, I must say, I, was, I, I get back to my earlier comments. I was actually quite impressed with Joe Biden in his debate with, with Sarah Palin. Maybe it was compared to her, but my first uh, impression of him was not very favorable. And I thought to myself that uh, Obama uh, made a mistake in not choosing Hillary as his running mate. Uh, because Hillary, uh, although I don't know how how uh, much integrity or honesty there is there, but at least she has experience, and uh, I think that's Obama's. I think again, as an as an observer, the impression I get with Obama is that uh, he talks a good story. Uh, you know, he's <laughs> a very very good uh, speaker, uh, says all the right things, but is there any substance there? And uh, Biden looked like somebody with with a certain amount of substance. Yeah, he's been a politician for 35 years. He sounds like a politician, but he also came across as being quite sincere. To me, Obama doesn't come across as being sincere. So uh, maybe then I thought to myself, okay, if I look at McCain's decision-making in terms of choosing Palin as his running mate, uh, then I look at Obama's decision, which I originally questioned, and I now think maybe that wasn't such a bad decision. So maybe Obama is a smarter guy than, not smart so much, but maybe he's a more astute uh, uh, potential president than I gave him credit for. Uh, in addition to that, I think that if he would have uh, chosen Hillary, uh, we would have had a power struggle at the top. Well, yeah, between Bill and... <laughs> <laughs> So who am I sleeping with tonight? <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't think we're about to get hired by ABC or, or no, CBS. They, they haven't phoned me for, their opinion, for my opinion at all. Okay. Well, they, there they are. Yeah, that could be them. It could be them. Okay. Bye for now. Bye.